Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Redemption HD podcast. We hope that this episode blesses you, that it encourages you. If you want to know more about Redemption High Desert, you could visit our website at redemptionhighdesert.com. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at Redemption760. Here we go, live from Redemption HD. Psalms 3, verse 1. Says, Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, There is no help for him in God. This is a psalm that David had wrote uh, during this time that David wrote this psalm. He was actually being pursued by his own son to be killed. David's son um, had murdered his brother, David's other son. Because David's son had raped David's daughter. This is just a a crazy situation that's happening. So in all of this stuff that's going on in David's life and in David's family, his daughter is raped by his own son. And one of his sons murders that son for revenge. And now that son has come back to take David's place, to take David's throne. And so he convinces some of David's army to turn on David. And so they're pursuing David to kill him, to take his life. His own army is pursuing him, and he writes this psalm. Verse number one again. Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who save me. There is no help for him in God. I want to use this story today in this psalm briefly just to encourage you guys that when you have many troubles, that God is still the same. That God is the same if you have many troubles, if you have one trouble, if you have many, many troubles, right? God is the same. He is your shield. He is your deliverer. He is your refuge. And you have to trust God in the midst of what's going on and know that God will always keep you safe. He says, Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who save me. There is no help. Many troubles. You know, not only uh, are we struggling financially, but the bills do. That's many troubles, right? Not only is there chaos at work, but there's chaos at my house. That's many troubles. Not only do I have one bad kid, I got two bad kids. (laughs) Many troubles, right? My mom was blessed. She only had one bad kid. And here I is. Here I is. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord, she says. That's why she comes to church every Sunday. She's just making sure it's stuck. You know, hey, I'm making sure he, don't, he ain't bringing me no more trouble. Amen. Many are they who save me. There is no help. You have to make sure that when you're going through trouble, when you're going, going through things, that you don't let your trouble convince you that there is no hope. You have to make sure that your trouble doesn't convince you um, that there's no need to have faith. You, you can't let your trouble overwhelm you to the point to where fear uh, is where you find yourself. Again, and I, I said it earlier, there's a lot of things going on in our world today. And if you let those things overwhelm you, you will be afraid. You will be angry. And, and those things are convincing you to do so. They, they, they want us to be afraid. They want us to be divided. And when I say they, I'm talking about principalities and powers, not people. Principalities and powers, not people. People aren't dividing us right now. 
People aren't who we should be angry at. People aren't who, sh- who we should be judging. We are to love our neighbor. So I don't care what side of my opinion others stand on. I love everyone the same because Christ did and he told us to do that. We are warring against principalities and powers, not against people. So these principalities and powers are trying to divide. They're trying to get us to be angry, trying to get us to be afraid. They're trying to give us many troubles. Amen? Many are they who say to me there is no help for him in God. Verse 3 says, but you, O Lord. Or like my friend Daniel York says, yet God. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me. See, it's, it's okay to recognize that there's trouble, right? We're not naive. We're not ignoring. We know that there's trouble. But we, we have a God that is bigger than our trouble. See, there is a but God in our life. Yeah, this is going on and that's going on. This is happening and that's happening. But God. But you, O Lord, are a shield. You're a shield. You're a your protection. You are my guard. You are my covering. You are my safety. For God is your shield. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts my head. Are your troubles causing you to walk around with your head down? Are your fears and your worries, is is your anger, is your frustration causing you to walk with your head down? You need to put yourself in a position where you recognize that God is your shield. And when you do that, you go walk with your head high. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not moved by much. I'm not worried. Why? Because I got a shield in front of me, protecting me from the opposition, protecting me from the trouble. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my what? With your Listen, guys, it's important for us to release a sound at times. I know sometimes we stay quiet, and it's a lot of times because of our personality. You know, sometimes we, we don't pray out loud. We don't sing out loud, and that's okay. God has made us all fearfully and wonderfully made, right? You don't need to be like the person next to you. You don't need to worship or pray like the person next to you. But you have to realize that there's power in your voice, that when God created the heavens and the earth, he created it by speaking it into existence. And since we were made in his image, the sound that we release can change things around us. And so sometimes you have to get to a pl- place where even in your discomfort, even though you're not comfortable opening your mouth, that's why when I say things like, now lift up your own song. You know, give God a new song. You know, praise God, thank God for, for what he's given you. We should all just challenge ourselves to let a sound come out. Because there's something powerful when you cry out to God. When your voice, when with what, what is in you comes out, things change. It is part of the enemy's plan to steal your voice. Or to... ...voice to worship, 
We have to use our voice to declare his word. And in this case, David says, I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. Now, look at, look at this response, okay? David is being pursued. They want to kill him. His own son, who murdered his brother, and, and his, the sister was... All this stuff that David is going through, right? Listen, guys, again, we, we you know... Netflix doesn't work and we can't sleep at night, right? We're like tossing, you're like, man, I wonder what's wrong with my Netflix account. I thought the Wi-Fi was working. What's going on? I'm like, man, I can't believe they took my, my parking space at work today. And you just lay in bed all restless, right? Like we get so worked up of the smallest things, right? Or, or we're afraid like, oh, you know, what, what are we going to do? What's, what's ha- all this stuff. We let the cares of the world weigh on us so heavy that we can't even sleep at night. But look at how David responds. Verse 4 again. I cried to the Lord with my And he heard me from his holy hill. What does verse 5 say? Oh, come on now. He said, I lay down and slept. I was so consumed by all this stuff. Everything that's going on in my life was so heavy on me. But when I prayed, when I opened up my mouth, when the sound came out and I began to cry out to the Lord, he set me free and gave me such peace that I was able to sleep. I found peace in the midst of my storm because I chose to use my voice to declare that God is my shield. Rather than speaking death, rather than questioning God, Rather than prophesying against what God is doing, I cried out and gave him worship. I cried out and gave him my heart. I cried out and declared that you are my shield. And because you do that, God begins to give you rest physically, emotionally, spiritually. He gives you a peace so that you can lay down and sleep at night. I cried to the Lord with my voice and he heard me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke for the Lord sustained me. He sustained me. He kept me going. I have a sustain pedal on my keyboard. That sustain pedal, when I push down on it and I hit a note, I can take my hands off. And as long as my foot is on that pedal, the note continues. It sustains. That note, as long as I hold my foot on that pedal, that note will not stop. Sustaining. God has his foot on the sustain pedal in your life. He will sustain you. He will keep you going. He will keep you going. He will sustain you. Amen? You can sleep at night because you know he's going to sustain you. Verse 6. I will not be afraid. This has been a theme for the last couple weeks, right? Isaiah 43.1 said, fear not. We, we read that two weeks ago. Last week we talked about, or a couple weeks ago we talked about the hindrances to a new thing, one of them being fear. And what cast out fear? Perfect love, right? Last week we talked about Joshua chapter 1, and we saw it a couple times where God said, do not be afraid, Wednesday night, we read John. Do not be afraid or dismayed. Listen, guys, fear is an enemy. Fear is an enemy. It is, it is a principality. It is a power that Satan tries to hold over your life to hold you back. 
fine. That's why, again, if you're afraid of things right now, you really have to question what are you feeding your life with? If you're afraid of what tomorrow holds, if you're afraid of what's going on in our world, if you're afraid, if you're afraid, if you're afraid, you have to check yourself. What am I feeding? Because if I am constantly staring into the face, fear. I will not be afraid. Look at what he says. Right? We're not afraid of our one or two bad kids. Look at what he's not afraid of. Ten thousands of people. That was a joke. You guys can laugh at the bad kids. All right, we all got bad kids, you know. He says, I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people. You thought you had issues. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. You have. You have. God, my bills are due, but you have provided in the past. God, my marriage is rocky right now, but you have fixed issues before. Come on, some of you guys need to start adding some you haves to your prophetic declarations over your life. You need to add a you have or a but God. We need some more you haves and but gods. That's what we need in our life. You know that saying, they say, you know, some of you guys are telling God about your problems. You need to tell your problems about God, right? This is what we need to do. You have and but God. I'm not worried because you have always taken care of me. I'm not worried because you've always protected me, always kept me safe, always provided, always given me peace, always given me joy. You have. All this stuff's going on, Pastor. What do we? But God. Well, what do we do? But God. But God is still in control. But God is still in control. But God is still doing a work. He is doing a work in me, doing a work on me, doing a work through me. But God, you have. Amen? Come on. And here's the thing. He's saying this while he's being pursued. He's saying this. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. He is prophesying this even before it happens. While they are pursuing him, he is reminding himself of the testimonies of his childhood, the testimonies of his teen years, the testimony of him defeating Goliath. All of these moments, he is saying, you've done it before, and you're going to do it in this situation too. You have him but God. Amen. A new shirt. You have but God. And Daniel's got the remix shirt, yet God. Amen. That's how we do it. Yet God. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Nothing or no one's going to save us right now. Nothing or no one's going to save us. No one or no one, nothing is going to save us right now but God. Salvation belongs to Him. Salvation, saving, rescuing, deliverance. This is what salvation means. Salvation belongs to God. Some of you guys are wanting other things and other people to bring salvation right now. Ain't going to happen. God brings salvation. True salvation, true deliverance, true freedom comes from Him. Amen? But God. 
but God. Amen. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. All his people in the house, raise your hands. Oh, receive that blessing. Come on now. Uh, the blessings of the Lord are upon his people, right? The blessings of the Lord are upon his people. And part of the blessing is what we just read in these verses, that he is our shield, that we don't have to be afraid, that he will give us peace so that we could sleep. I mean, these are the things that we get to see as salvation in our life. You just have to be aware that God is the same even in the midst of your trial. Even in the midst of the storm, God is the same. He's the same. He's not going to change. And we're going to rejoice in that and be glad. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit us at evargus760.com and also redemptionhighdesert.com.